afternoon, Patriots, and it is Wednesday, January 4th in the year 2023. Got to get used to that 2023 thing. We've been doing it now for a few days, obviously, but it still doesn't quite roll, and it will eventually. Patriots, make sure you're doing everything you can to be stocked up on food and not be short in the coming days and weeks and months as these crazy globalists are doing everything they can to change the supply chain and make you dependent on the bugs that they want you to eat. Are you prepared if the worst suddenly happens? I'm talking about nationwide food shortages on a massive scale. Once the public panics, forget about grocery stores. They'll be stripped bare within hours. You simply won't be able to buy food anywhere at any price. That means you need a solid stockpile of emergency food. Right now, you can visit preparewithbards.com to save $200 on a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. This kit is packed with delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. Enough to feed one person for three whole months. Like a fire extinguisher, you'll be glad you have this kit when you need it. Go to preparewithbards.com to get this special $200 discount. These kits are in stock and you won't pay for shipping. It's free. Your order will arrive quickly in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Don't wait another day. Time is not on our side. Go to preparewithbards.com right now. Preparewithbards.com. There's no better way to start the new year than to ensure that you are prepped. Again, go to preparewithbards.com right now. Preparewithbards.com. That's my Patriot Supply. That's an awesome place to get some of your basic stocks, your emergency needs that you don't ever have to worry about. By the way, I we have now learned that if you are talking about border security and human smuggling, it is now considered disinformation, just so you know. Roughly 7,000 migrants crossing every day illegally. Does the White House believe the border is secure? Look, I've told you what we have done, what we have made this a priority uh, to make sure... Done. Are they working? Uh, to make sure that there's border security measures. Look, 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 here's the thing, Peter. The president has taken historic actions, right, that no other president has been able to do. When you think about the 23,000 agents uh, that we, he has been able, uh, we have been able to put out there to deal with uh, the issue that we're seeing at the border. And that is something that he did without a lot of Republican support. Right. Make sure that we are dealing with a real issue. When you think about uh, the smugglers, really putting a plan in place that we deal with the smugglers. Right. And we have to be very careful here, Peter, on how we talk about this, because if we talk about it in a way that is misinformation, then it helps the smugglers. And so these are the issues that the president has taken incredibly seriously. In other words, if you don't agree with our idiocy, and you don't agree with the fact that Biden walks around with his head up his butt all the time and his staff hates America and wants to keep the borders open and lie to you. If you don't agree with us, you are misinformation. You are the problem. So that's that's a, just, a, just a footnote for everybody as you go forward in your day. Remember, obey, obey. Now, if you haven't heard, the House clown show has been going on quite well. Uh, Kevin McCarthy is now on his fifth round of voting and has not been able to get confirmed. 
and the hardcore Trump loyalists, they're calling them, they're just doing a good job of making sure McCarthy doesn't get in. They're uh, now being looked at as evil Satanists, I think. They're, the media is challenging them to ask them why they aren't moving forward. Oh, the clown show. Well, you know, there's a, we have to ask ourselves why. What's at the core of this? And here's basically it. This is actually a great tweet by Wall Street Silver on, on Twitter. And it, it's this. Central bankers and politicians have bankrupted the world. A lot of the distractions you see in the media and on the global stage are meant to cover that up. Most people just don't know it yet. See, there's no money. And this, this is what people aren't getting. I was in today, I was stopped by a local hardware store. It's a chain in the Northwest. It's kind of a, like a mini, it was kind of what we would call the pre-Walmart. It's called Bymart. And it's an employee-owned chain throughout the Northwest, specifically um, Oregon. And they have a wide variety of things, everything from food to hardware to electronics. It's all at a good value. You know, it's just, like I said, it's like a mini Walmart, so to speak. And I came up to check out because I bought a, a power strip. And as I was checking out, the cashiers were talking about their investment accounts. They were being run by the company. And what she said was a very interesting thing. She says, we cannot take out more than, and I don't remember the amount of money. She said, X dollars. And the other woman said, you mean we can't take it all out at once? And she said, no, not now. They've changed the rules. Now, why would they change the rules on allowing you to take out a retirement account? It's because there's no money. What people aren't understanding is starting in 2008, every pension, every investment account was pillaged. So when we talk about the importance of getting your money out of 401ks, out of IRAs, it's because if you don't move it while you can, they're going to prevent it from ever being moved. This stuff it doesn't actually exist. It exists on paper. It exists in ether world. You get a statement. People see numbers. They go, oh, look, I have $535,000. No, you have a number that says $535,000 on a piece of paper that's worth nothing and is in an investment account that has no value. That's what you have. Pray that you get it out. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today very humbled, blessed, and always so, just so honored and in love with the fact of what you've given us and created in this amazing network and fellowship across the globe. Each day we have an opportunity to come together and pray as we are praying today for this nation, for its people, for the world. Today we're just going to really just focus on people. doesn't matter what national identity they have but your children, all of us together as a collective whole in the, in the body of Christ. And really what we're praying for right now is some, some real eyes to see, to step aside from the illusions and start realizing that we are literally in a movie that they have created that continues to suck us down into believing things that just literally don't exist or are untrue. And so we're praying today for discernment to start with a powerful level of discernment that allows us to see through this matrix, to see through these lies, to see through the deception, and to really anchor ourselves on those fundamental issues that we need to before us. And the first one of those is to giving ourselves 
and sacrificing our old self to walk in the body of Christ. We're in a time now that more than ever, we have to commit fully into this walk with Jesus and by through Jesus to you, Father. There's, there's just no compromising anymore. There's no time to waste. There's no time for excuses. There's no time for repeating errors. We have to get focused on what our mission is. And our mission has been clear. You've put it before us. To literally speak the word, to be the disciples of the modern age, to be the Pauls, to be the Peters, to be out here each day speaking the word, bringing people to Jesus, setting up home churches, building our lives around our homes, helping people homeschool to save their kids from the indoctrination camps, setting ourselves up with gardens so that we can grow our food and to share our bounty with our neighbors and our friends, taking responsibility for the work that we do. As Paul had a tent built tents and made tents, let us also have skills and talents that we can do to continue to have something in this world that we can build to make, to trade, to help build this breakaway economy, to take responsibility for our health in a profound way to where we are now realizing that the true health is from our, what we eat, what our, how we exercise, how we sleep, how we pray, the trust that we have in kingdom authority over our body, our willingness to give up the old and really walk into the new life of Jesus and then just learning those basics of what the bounty is you give us on this earth, the herbs and the things that we can use to make the healthy, healthy drinks, healthy supplements, so that our immune system stays strong and we continue to grow physically and spiritually mighty in this world. And let us continue to be aware of what's going on in our local environment. We can't control the world. They're insane. These are some lunatic people that have all settled in on the idea that this these ruling classes have the right over us, almost like the contract originally created by the fallen, that somehow the sons of the fallen had the by jurisdiction over the earth. That contract in this prayer today, I rebuke. And anybody that wants to join me in that, I encourage that we rebuke that contract that these fallen angels, these fallen offspring, these people of that worship have over us and over any dominion over the worlds that we, we encounter and we interact with. that The only dominion, the only control in the world that we have comes from you, Father, nothing else. And, and let us as well be great stewards of our world, what you've given us, the bounties that you've provided. Let us be wise in the way we use it, not wasteful. Let us cast away this consumerism and this consumption to fill the empty voids that are a result of a world obsessed with money and materialism. Instead, let's, let us focus on the huge growth in the spiritual relationship in this world to understand that through you, all things are provided. All things that we need are provided if we simply trust in you. And Father, the greatest gift that you've given us in these last few years has been the understanding that in this walk, in this life, as we have committed deeply to you, you have provided everything. Even when we thought those mountains were impossible to climb, even when we were faced with decisions, it seemed like we could not have any other choice but say to take the vax. We still, those that walk this path that trusted in you, as, as difficult as those moments were, you reminded us again 
that no temptation that was put before us was greater than we could handle and that you were always going to provide us with a way out, an alternative, a way to succeed, to stay in and with you. This world is a difficult world, but our trust in you has never been more profound and never been more important, and it must continue to grow greater in our lives. And so we pray for that, Father. We pray for that seeking, that desire to reach into you in just a powerful, powerful way, to be uncompromising in our pursuit of your love, to be absolutely ruthless in our approach to the enemy, in the way of approaching that enemy with the uncompromising commitment to the word, to the walk in Jesus, and never to bow, never to give in to any of these these illusions and these temptations, but rather to just walk in this world in a profound way as disciples of the word. So Father, we just pray for that continued blessing, that continued wisdom, and that continued strength as we walk this path. And for you, we pray that you can just give us just each day, remind us of that next step. We know that we don't know the time or the hour, and that's as, should, as it should be. And we're not even asking for visions of, of days or weeks ahead, but rather just the confidence of knowing that's, that touch, that reminder, that whisper, that it, the steps that we make are the right steps in alignment with you. And to build that trust and that confidence in what we're capable of as we work with you and through you. So, Father, this is an amazing year ahead of us. It's a year for us to step into who we are. It's a year for us to reclaim what they tried to steal. It's a year for us to rise in the mightiness of the men and women of God and the men and women of kingdom. It's the time for us to truly be who we were intended to be and to claim our birthright. We ask this in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, patriots... I think we've got a great year ahead. This is a pretty interesting piece I'm going to play. This is a young girl that claims to be an atheist. But she got her world rocked. And she's trying to process what's happening. I love this. So I'm a pretty hardcore atheist. And I have been for most of my life. Um, you know, I just I, I don't buy into religion. Uh you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty skeptical is what I'm trying to get at. Um, I just had a crazy experience though. So I just pick up this guy in my lift. He's with his mom. Um, it's clear that he has some type of disability. He's very talkative, very friendly. And he starts telling me about himself and his disability. And he says that when he was three, he almost died of brain cancer and mysteriously the brain cancer I guess healed itself uh, his mom was confirming all of this it was like some crazy thing the doctors couldn't explain and then he says when he was nine he was attacked by his father and had a traumatic brain injury um, you know and he's just he's given me all this information but then he tells me that since the brain cancer incident that he's been able to see angels and my first thought is like oh god here we go right yeah i don't know it was super weird he goes into telling me that there are angels surrounding my car and that they say that i've been really struggling and he said to not worry about that because the angels say that they're protecting me you know i I have been really struggling in a huge, massive, life-altering way, so it was a little bit strange. 
And then he said, have you ever almost died? Because the angels said that's when they started following you and they brought you back because it wasn't your time. For those of you that don't know, I had a heart attack when I was 20 and I had a pretty profound near-death experience. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm a little freaked out if I'm being honest. I'm just a little, little freaked out. I didn't believe in angels. I don't believe in angels. Uh, ah. At no point during this conversation had I ever mentioned my own near-death experience or my own health issues. Uh, he just randomly spat this out and it completely threw me for a loop. Um, I don't know what else to say. It, it really freaked me out. Uh, he has an Etsy shop, so I'm going to drop the link in the comments to his Etsy shop if you guys want to give him a visit. He does crochet. So thanks, random lift passenger, for just totally startling me today, I guess. Have a good one. <laughs> God is moving in so much amazing ways. She actually ended that with a smile which is awesome because you know she was touched and she doesn't know necessarily what's going to go on yet, but she'll figure it out because God's right there and he's just going to keep walking with her, which is totally awesome. But that's, that is all part of this time that we're in. Most profound things that we're seeing, the most profound experiences that are happening as the world literally unravels around us. We have... China now that's pulling back on its internal investment in semiconductor technologies. We've got the United States. It's expanding its chip production. All of this is important to appreciate because this is all the big push towards forcing us into what they call the gig economy and this fourth industrial revolution. All this technology-dependent interwoven nightmare that they're trying to put upon us. And we have to continue to walk that walk of faith and father because they are going to try to suck us down in every step they make. Now, if we, we now have also discovered why Arizona has become and continues to be the number one most important state for them never, ever to let go of and why they must continue to rig that election so that they get hand puppets like Katie Hobbs in there because that border pathway is the way that they are bringing in the future of America. Arizona is the gateway. Katie Hobbs, as governor now, is ensuring that the border wall that they created using container boxes is now being taken down and disassembled at a rapid rate. So it's wide open now, once again. So then we get the influx of cartels, we get the influx of drugs, we get the influx of illegals, we get the influx of fighting age males. This is the America that we're at right now. And if we really want to look accurately at where we're at, we are starting to see geographically what states have aligned politically by governments, not by people. Important to understand. So you start to see the, the coalition between Oregon, Washington, California, Arizona. That's one block. You're seeing kind of that Midwest block. And you're seeing that continues over to the east as well. And then you have these the eastern block, which is D.C. and north. These are different places that are all of these, these alliances that are happening. This is literally the American revolution right now and it's happening. And what we have to overcome is our trust and belief in the government. The government is broken. And the way we're going to fight this, as I talk about this every day is the idea that we are going to have to put all of our emphasis on a local 
local action. Rickards, Jim Rickards, who is one of the most brilliant people in the idea of gold and economic war, has just said that the, the we are on a liquidity crisis globally, which is going to lead to a mass implosion, and it's coming. And these people have bankrupted this, and they know it. So the idea is to keep the distractions going so people aren't prepared. They're not doing the work locally to get their homes secure, get their finances secure, do everything they can so that when they rupture this thing, what's going to happen? People naturally are going to turn to the government to help and expect the government to fix it. And in doing so, the government will. It will roll in with an option. And that option will be your choice. And that choice, once you take it, and this is now, you don't have to agree with me. I just had a conversation actually with uh, Pastor Brad Cummings about this before the show. And this is my position. It's a hard, it's a hard line position, but this is truly what I believe. I believe that I don't care whether you've accepted Christ or not accepted Christ. This is where I think the juncture and the split in the road comes. And it's this, when they offer you the opportunity to be saved through their mechanisms, And all of this is going to be the digital world. It's going to be the embracing of the digital passport, which ultimately is going to lead to the mandate of more vaxes, the control of every aspect of your life, digital chipping, all of these things, even with Neuralink. When you embrace that and you walk that path into their den, which they will slowly move those people in further and further, they will offer all sorts of things like free rent. They will offer free everything. And nothing is free, but that will be the allure. You are being pulled farther and farther and farther away from God. And what I truly believe is as we step, as we watch people step into this new transhumanist position, you are giving, using your free will to accept dominion into them, be giving your, your dominion over the earth to those in power. And in so doing, you are allowing a root. Our root is with God. You are allowing God's root to be severed and their root to be taken over, taking over you. Our fight is very visceral and real because what we're doing here as this position we sit in this world with eyes to see is we are literally the front line of trying to save as many people as possible. That mission has to be before us in every single thing we do. Consider yourself part of the greatest special forces unit ever created by God. I like that. You don't get a green beret, though, and you don't get a cool flash, but you do get the knowledge of knowing that you're on the front line of the greatest war ever. And with that, we're going to be able to save as many people as possible to bring them home. So in that sense, keep fighting. Never give in. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war 
and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 